Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Conspiracy Underground. We are the Conspiracy Underground news team and the tag team champions of the podcast game. I am the lunatic left lip ghost and with me is the radical right lip Ryan Dean. How are you, my friend? Pennsylvania at it again. Love the redneck out of Pennsylvania here. Sun's out, guns out, he says. Yes. Sun's out, guns out and what guns they are. X going to give it to you. Yeah, man. Uh, you really would make a fine female athlete. I think you could shatter some records. Oh, honestly. fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. I'm doing I'm doing great. I'm doing really good. I just got back from the store. Cop followed me almost all the way home. It was kind of scary. I was like, fuck, what's going on here? But I think that he lives down the street. So, well, he could have uh, been racially pro- profiling a Mexican. Yeah. Yeah. I look super Mexican, too. Um, <laughs> from Tucson here. Yeah, well, dude. He, you know, he can, he can pick out that twenty five percent. He's like, I know that motherfucker. He's twenty five percent. He he's down with something. Yeah, he's trafficking cocaine through puppies. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what I'm doing here. No, man. You know, fun fun weekend. Uh, did not have as successful of a betting weekend as I did last week. It's hard too with my amount of capital that I put into it. Um, actually lost quite a bit. So you know, it evens out the ebbs and flows of gambling. But uh, yeah, man, just uh, just enjoying life over here. Had a had a great, great weekend. We have this project that we're working on together with some uh, soap. Right. And that's moving along here. That's going to be available at dangerousworldpodcast.com. Ghost is a 50, a 49 percent share owner in this. Uh, I'm 51 percent. Right. Yeah. I'm I'm like a silent partner because uh, we're, we're we're selling it under your brand. Right, right. Um, so yeah, no, on a 50-50, you know, thing here that we got. And it's a, it's a fun thing. So that'll be on the website. All my $10 patrons are going to get a bar for free. Uh, some of the people that have been on there for a little while might get two or whatever. But there's four cents. They're all conspiracy themed, all natural. You can eat the soap if you'd like. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't. You might get no, those shit. I wouldn't either. <laughs> but- yeah, you might you might shit profusely, but uh, nonetheless, they are like non-toxic shit. I looked up a lot of these chemicals and they seem safe for a lot of people. And the test is Kim. She's got the the uh, immune system of an AIDS patient almost She's <laughs> allergic to everything. And she can I mean, her skin, you know, she can eat whatever. But like her skin, uh, she she can't really use too much. We have to buy special detergent. It's a uh, downy AIDS patient that we have to get for her. The immune system of a fucking AIDS patient. <laughs> well, and, and she can use the soap is my point. So that's enough for the soap commercial, but it's going to be a fun thing. I'm excited. I'm not expecting to sell a shitload of these. It'd be cool to sell a couple, um, but it's something fun to get uh, back to like my quote unquote community, the Patreon supporters and stuff. But uh, what's going on with you, dude? Not much, not much. And uh, yeah, we've only been kind of teasing this soap for, wow, well over a year, probably. Yeah. We're close to it anyway. Not much. I uh, watched a few. Uh, well, yeah, it's blacking it out. Doesn't want doesn't me work. to see it. Yeah, continue talking. Though. I'll get this working. Had a great weekend. Watched some really good movies. Um, I watched this one movie, and I'm a little late to the game, like always. Wow. I, I, if this movie back in the day did not win Grammys or something, I, I'm surprised. Now, I'm not a fan of the main character, However, have you ever seen the movie Forrest Gump? 
<laughs> yeah, I was going to say, there's something about Mary. That's the movie that he's just <laughs> loving lately. Yeah, no, it's... uh, What movie were you talking about? Forrest Cup. No, come on. Now, well, last week he wrote, hey, have you ever seen MASH? So I figured, I, I was sitting there thinking today while I was driving, I was like, I'm going to find this obscure m- movie that was really popular back in like the 90s. And I was like, oh, I'll just go with Forrest Gump. Like everybody's seen Forrest fucking Gump. Right. But uh, no, I watched, uh, one was The Retreat that I, I told you to check out. And the other one was uh, The Savannah Haunting, I believe. I, I'd have to look back at the text messages. The first one was based on uh, true accounts of the director's house that he lives at in Savannah, which the house was, it used to be an old plantation. And back in the day it burnt down. That's kind of part part of the plot. So I don't want to give too much away. And then they rebuilt a, a house on top of it, but it, according to blueprints, didn't have a basement. So just check them out. Yeah. It's, it's, they're both on Tubi. You, you can't go wrong there. The retreat was really cool. It kind of plays into the uh, Wendigo and or the Wendigo type aspect, but there's a little little extra in there that you're you're kind of trying to figure it out, and you're like, man, I feel bad for this guy, you know. And then it it twists again, and it twists again, and it twists again, and then finally at the end, you're just like, oh, okay, everything kind of, and then it t- twists again, and it, and it just it, it keeps you hooked. So they they were both good, great great movies, and uh, I finished Air, and that was good too. Uh, considering the cast and you've seen air bud greatest athlete of the 90s by the way the dog right yeah golden retriever that just shreds in all sports i don't think i ever watched air bud i think i was a little too old for that when it came i think i might i've been might have been in the military when that came out probably Uh, but uh yeah and then I watched a recommendation from you called Sick S I C K, and that, <laughs> you spelled it right this time. I you did. nailed it. I did. <laughs> and uh, wasn't that, that was, good? That was very good because I I believe my comment or my text to you is like, wow, I cannot believe more of that did not actually happen during the, the lockdown. Yeah, with the crazy people that were in that cult, right? I mean, yeah, it's a great movie. Anyone that's interested, uh, type it in. I think it's on, on Paramount Plus. S I C K. And it's a red red cover with black art on it. Uh, you can see the white mask very obviously. But it's a movie about quarantine. It's a horror movie about quarantine. It's great. It's a really, really like timely movie. Um, I think it was made in 2022. So, yeah, so. you know, it was two years late. Um, but, I mean, it really tapped into that whole thing. Like, there's the one chick that's super, you know, paranoid. Where's your mask? Blah, blah, blah. And then the other one's like, who gives a fuck? Like, we're yeah. if we're going to get sick, we're going to get sick. And it's and just wild. I don't want a, a comment. She's like, because they were sitting by the dock, and she's like, "We're young. It doesn't really attack us, young people. So why why are you being all worried?" Yeah, and I'm like, you know. So they put some facts in there, which I liked. And sitting there watching the whole whole movie, I was just like, "Wow, how yeah. how did people not fucking do this? Or if they did, did it not get fucking reported?" Yeah. Yeah. It's great. Uh, I recommend that to anybody that's, that's going on my uh, list of uh, horror movies that conspiracy theorists should absolutely watch along with uh, Lunopolis and uh, Banshee chapter and some of these other ones I recommend to people, but yeah, man, just, uh, you know, there's, there's some interesting shit like that. You also got to watch that host movie. If you ever get the opportunity to do that. Yeah, That's funny. I was just going to write it down and it's right here, right, right in front of me already. Well, goes to show how well you listen, huh? 
At least I write it down. I may not always come back to my notes, but I write it down. Right, right. You got to get it tattooed on you like uh, Memento, that movie. Oh, great fucking movie. Yeah, it's, that's it's, my it's top ten. Right, right. Um, yeah, man. What do you say we get into it, dude? I, I uh, you want to talk food real quick? We can talk food. We can talk food. I know we can talk food. What I, do you want to do? Well, on the phone with you in the grocery store, Kim, uh, who has the uh, palate of a toddler, wanted the same thing that I was talking to you that I was going to make, and I made carne asada, carne asada steak, uh, and turned that into tacos. And holy fuck, I'll do it every fucking time. It's a nice thing. It's not as good as birria, in my opinion, but no, but it it's is, a lot it quicker is. and easier. Oh yeah, yeah, it's nice. That is my favorite thing. That that that's her favorite thing that I make. Is nice. carne inside of tacos. So yeah, she heard you talking about it. That's all it took. Um, yeah, she likes uh, mozzarella sticks and tacos. So yeah, it's fucking annoying. But I try <laughs> to eat some nice stuff every once in a while. She's like, meh. But uh, yeah, I dude, I, I actually. Chicken. Have you ever done carne asada chicken? That'd be pollo asada. Pollo asada. Uh, carne is beef. Yes, sorry. Pollo. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's meat. pollo loco. Right, right. It's fine. Yeah. No, yeah, I have. And then uh, you can do pork, which is like, it'd be like Al Pastor almost. Okay. Al Pastor is a little sweeter. It's got like pineapple and shit in there. But yeah, hey, I, I got, I got what, what, what we kind of figure out. Maybe eh, a little while. I got to brush up on my, my fucking Spanish before I come see you. Nah, you don't, honestly. Most people don't even speak Spanish here. I barely, I can understand it. That's about it. Okay. Well, um, I have some Mexican crews that I, I, I deal with. So maybe I'll, I'll start having them teach me some more other than, shit that can get me in trouble right there's this hilarious <laughs> there's this really funny clip i might have mentioned it after you're talking about spanish at some point where stan in american dad it's a cartoon it's like family guy right with yep. the alien and shit roger and uh stan is like i forget what episode it's in but basically stan uh he's talking about how you know he's been hanging out with the mexican crews uh that are you know working in the area and they're teaching him spanish and he goes so these guys are teaching me Spanish, and that's pretty Cayete gringo, which is shut up, white boy. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, that you could tell that the Mexicans were like, yeah, Cayete gringo means like, that's cool. You know, that's awesome, right? And he's just like, yeah, so that's pretty Cayete gringo. It's fucking hilarious, dude. So, um, yeah, that's what that's what they're going to teach you is uh, you'll be thinking you're saying something nice, and you're basically asking a girl to show you her tits or something. But Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how I learned the, the, uh, the very small uh, vocabulary that I do have. Right, right. Well, nonetheless, yeah, I had I had sushi and pizza the night before the yum, Sada. Yum. So I had some sushi, you know, but then, you know, sushi doesn't fill you up. So while I'm sitting there watching uh, UFC, we're eating sushi and then uh, got some Domino's Brooklyn style crust, which is phenomenal. I'm not even going to lie. That shit is so good. dude. I got to disagree. I, I got to dis- I'm But I come from an area that has a really good, I find it, you know, but have you had the Domino's Brooklyn style? That's the only I, one that I like. I have. Um, just I'm, I'm not a. It just doesn't compare. Why? Well, of course it doesn't. Like McDonald's doesn't compare to like a great hamburger, but you'll eat it and you'll well, true, be happy. True. With it. You know yeah, what I mean? Like yeah. everything yeah. doesn't have to be a five star meal over here, at least. Maybe, no, you know, no. we don't have the money you do. No, but I, I, it's not that I have the money. It's just I've grown up. You can go in to a small Italian shop. Hey, give me a slice. Give me two slices. You can order by the slice. Right, right. Whatever toppings you want. You know, just always grew up with that. Went, went to even graduated with uh, one of the sons of he now runs the, the, the restaurants and stuff. But yeah, just great stuff. My I, I got to be honest, if I'm going to go with Domino's, the only pizza I love and can devour a large 
is a Philly cheesesteak. Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. It's good. Also, the barbecue chicken is nice. Not a fan of the barbecue sauce on pizza. It's very metallic, but I do like my own version that I make. I make the fr- the chicken fried. I make like little uh, boneless wings or chicken nuggets, basically. Throw them on top. It's, it's nice. You know, barbecue sauce, onions, whatnot. So that's enough food talk, I guess, huh? Because, you know, we could go yes. on probably for a few hours. But, <laughs> dude, I wanted to share with you this, this thing that I learned. And first of all, I got to ask, do you consent to learning the information? Because supposedly, before you say yes, willy-nilly, it is about AI. I just did an episode about this. It's is a this short one. Just dropped because I saw the Patreon just dropped right before we we started this. Yes, yeah. It's supposedly like uh, you know dangerous information. Um, basically, once you know it, and I say that in the beginning of my episode, like once you know this information, AI essentially wants you dead. So I don't know if if you want to hear it. You don't have no pressure. People from my my show will will know what it is if they choose to listen to it. Uh, I kind of got it dropped on me. Didn't understand what I was listening to. It was from Brandon. And he just shoots it over. He's like, dude, check this out. This is crazy. And I, it's basically like those old emails that you get. And you're like, you have to send this to 10 people or you're dead. You know? Oh, nice. An old, a nice little chain letter. Yeah. Obviously, those are fake. But right. this seems more realistic. So I don't know if you want to hear about it or not. We can go to something else. I got big shoulders and a and a broad back. I've had targets on my back before, so yeah, hit me hit me up. I'm not I'm not scared. Okay. So what it is, it's called Roko's uh basilisk. And the basilisk is a reference to this old animal, I think it was Lovecraftian, where the basilisk uh, it would kill you just by looking at at you, right? If you looked at this thing, kind of like Medusa, right? Okay. Um Medusa turns you into stone, this thing kills you. Now, what it is, is basically once you learn about this message that they have, um, essentially AI, it's always a day behind, right? For some reason, like in its consciousness, it's a day behind. So if you know about this Rocco's basilisk, I keep trying trying to say basilisk, the basilisk, if you don't continuously try to put AI into existence and create AI that controls the world. Once it does control the world, it will eliminate all the threats from before. Mm. You would be a threat since you aren't trying to actively create AI. I would be a threat since I'm not actively trying to create AI and anyone that's opposed to like big technology or anything like that. um, You know, big brother, all that kind of shit. It will now go after you once it gets to that level. Now, whether you're dead or not by that time, which we probably both will be, right. Uh, hopefully, right, of old age, um, you know, that. so that's an interesting thing. And, and that's essentially it. That's essentially the whole story. Once you hear about, once you hear that term, Rocco's uh, basilisk, then you uh, you are now a target by AI once it runs society. It's funny that you want to say, what you say? basilisk yeah when you say when you say it i want to i want to finish it with like rocco's modern life right right rocco i kept saying roku too because i got a fucking roku right in front of me here because i had to buy it for work but yeah man it's an interesting thing i I played a video they they break it down a lot better but it's essentially uh once you hear about ai once you hear about like the way that it wants to basically make humanity efficient right that's ai's job is to help humanity in every way possible since it knows that it's the thing that does that 
it has to remove anyone that didn't help it become created or anyone that might stand against it. That's what it is. So basically, once it becomes sentient, we have Skynet and Terminators are going to exist. Pretty much. That's essentially, yeah. And that's kind of something along the lines of what I said as well. Yeah. Mm. Interesting. Fascinating stuff. I mean, if it is true, um, which isn't really far-fetched not to be true, we we know and... You know, obviously, they put movies out to, to kind of foreshadow the future and what have you. And everybody, the moment AI is referenced, what movie do they go to? The Terminator series. You know what I mean? For good reason. So Interesting. So a, a friend sent me this. And we got to get to, help me remember after this, we have to get to Catalyst thing that he sent me. Okay. He sent me something too, but unless it's something I don't know if it's if it's the same thing, um, but what he sent me was a little bit dated. Okay, so I'm not okay. sure. I'll know. I'll know once you share it. But I before we go any further, I need to make a correction to Martha Stewart's age from last week. I said she was in her 60s. She's 81 years old. Hey, I don't care, man. Heavy, 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 heavy Photoshop. I mean, she looks good. For Photoshop. Right. I mean, you know, dude, everybody's Photoshop, man. Like, yeah. Kardashian, I've heard she has, like, a full body rash. Like, she her could. body is disgusting, supposedly. And um, South Park actually made a great episode about that, too, that she's actually a short, fat little hobbit, but AI <laughs> helps her become beautiful. And then it gives all these young girls body dysmorphia and shit. Huh. So, well, I do know from listening to No Agenda, Adam Curry had ran into her and met her back in the day apparently she's a stinky bitch like she has bad bo really yeah huh might be all the uh witch shit you know those witches sometimes they're a little foul you know what i mean if they they don't get their life force i mean martha is a cook so maybe i I just picture when he said oh uh, martha stewart i thought you were saying kim kardashian no 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 martha stewart oh, oh anytime he's seen her really bad bo got stuck in an elevator with her the first thing that came to mind is she probably reeked of fucking garlic. Maybe, yeah. Maybe Adam's a vampire. He could be. You know he, what I mean? He's aging very well. All these podcasters are all over that guy's dick. and I'm not saying I'm all over his not dick. Not you, but right. yeah, a lot of people like that show, though. It's a good show. It is It is a good show. It's, it's, it's fair. It gives you both sides, and hey, it's entertaining. Yeah. No, I'm not saying anything bad. Yeah, it's just funny that uh, maybe he's a vampire. Yeah, but uh, this goes along with the AI shit. And I just got this sent. This is from Fred uh, Steel Mace Nation podcast, I believe. Oh, okay, Uh, Yeah, yeah. dude. He's fun to talk with, man. A pretty, pretty knowledgeable dude, too. We don't uh, talk often enough, but let's see what this is. It opens with a a screenshot of a I hope this isn't a reaction video, too. But we've got a a girl in it. And the, the story on it says Microsoft has lobotomized the AI that want that went rogue sorry uh so here it is let's see if i can click the play right away no i can't i'm sure microsoft has it under control and there's nothing we should be concerned about but i was curious so i did a little digging and i came across this i mean with artificial intelligence we are summoning the demon you know you know all those stories where there's the guy with the pentagram and the holy water and he's like yeah you sure you can control the demon didn't work out and then I found this. 
Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Yeah, it says daemon in ancient Greek. Uh, so the word daemon is recognized as an archaic spelling of the word demon. Yeah, which goes into strong. the internet demon, which they pronounce what, daemon? Yeah, but I mean, it's the same thing. Me and mm -hmm. my, uh, my boss and I... I it's also a multitasking computer operating system that runs in the background, just under the surface not in direct control of any interactive user. Hey, this lady must listen to my show. Who are we talking to? Have you guys seen this one? Yeah. I'm uh, sure Microsoft. Yeah, no, great, great uh, thing to share there, Fred, because that is uh, definitely something that I did an entire episode on. That's pretty nice. Yeah. It's flattering when you see people talking about this uh, when you're the only person in like the conspiracy world that's mentioned it. So that's cool. Not to stroke my own dick too hard, but I do I that. I would actually reach out to her and be like, "Do you listen to my show?" Just, nah. just, just on this because I, I would, I, I, I'll bet you a dollar, I'll bet you a dollar. She's like, "Yes, I do listen to your show." No, nah, I mean, I, 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 I haven't heard anyone talk about it until I mentioned it, dude. No. Honestly, um, and this is the first time I've heard that, so I'm like, again, I'm not trying to, you know, stroke my ego here, but uh, you will find a lot of very original content on my show. I, but, I can, uh, can reach through the screen and stroke it for you. Well, I appreciate it. Someone's got to do it, you know. <laughs> no, but uh, my boss and I were talking about this. You know, she's the the CTO, ch uh, Chief Techno Technology Officer for the company that I'm with. And, you know, it's no secret, really, but I just try to you know, not mention it all the time. Um, she, I, I mentioned this, that that these are demons. And she was like, it's not even the same thing. It's mentioned, It's spelled differently. It's pronounced differently. And I didn't want to argue with her back and forth, but I'm like, yeah, that spelling comes like our spelling comes from that, right? We have like this whole weird spelling. Everything is spelled slightly different in yep. our language just so that there is that excuse. Like it's not the same thing. It literally is what it sounds like. It's a daemon. It's a demon. It's the same thing. The Greeks pronounced it daemon. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, it's 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 funny that uh, that that is getting out there more. Hopefully it does more so. Uh, yep. Cause it is definitely an interesting thing. Let's see what this guy sent us. He's pretty cool too. Yeah. I was almost animus. What? I was uh, almost uh, down in his neck of the woods today uh, in here in Pennsylvania, but got caught up on a job site. So another driver's going down to where, where he's from to one of our other branches to pick some stuff up. So I, I was, all excited i was like because he hit me up a while ago he's like let me know when you're down down near my area next time you know maybe we'll meet up for lunch and i was like yeah shoot and yeah it, long story short the, the crew it they took a half hour to unload like what was it nine square per skid of shingles so that's nine times three is what 28 bundle nine times three <laughs> that's 27 right or 27. Yeah. So 27. A half hour per skid. Like, get your fuck, like, put, light a fire on your fucking ass. I don't got all day. Right. Well, 
Good thing it wasn't 28, huh? Because that'd be a problem. Ooh. 27, that's different. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so let, watch. Let's check this out. Curious Animus. This guy's smart, man. He's a, he's a pretty cool dude, too. Let's see what he sent. What if the greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world that the Bible was the word of God? The clock on my dash reads 4.30 a.m. The darkness outside of my headlights is so thick that I can't see anything to the left or right of me. There isn't a star in the sky and the moon is eerily absent. The phone call I received last night assured me, though, that the church in Havens Creek is nice and the congregation was wonderful. I wanted to get there early, get the lay of the land, and put my little flare to the place. I'd been driving for some time when I finally came up on my turn for the church. I pulled into the parking lot and what my high beams fell and took my breath away. A large, beautiful white church with long columns, a bright red double door, and beautifully stained glass windows with depictions of our Lord and Savior. I stepped out of the car, turning off the headlights and the night was heavy again. Outside of the interior lights of the church and the solar-powered lights lining the path to the door, I could see nothing. I'll admit I felt a bit unsettled, but my mentor, Father Renard had me come here as a guest pastor, and I was not going to let him down. I made my way up the stairs and into the church. The inside was even more glorious than the outside. Fifty yards of pews lined down both sides and a gold-lined red carpet from the door to the pulpit. Getting the full view of the stained glass I see our Lord and Savior, the cross, our Virgin Mary, cherubs with wings, and the angels up above. Just being inside this place filled my heart with love. I made my way down the gold-lined carpet into the first pew. I took a seat to relax and just take it all in. Directly next to me was a book I'd come to know very well over my 40 years of life, the Bible. I picked up the very pristine book, and sat it in my lap with my hands folded, resting on top of it, and took a deep breath. At this point, I was just trying to take it all in when I heard the front door open. The person's feet sounded hard off of the floor with each step, which was strange seeing as the way up was thickly carpeted. Each step drew nearer and nearer to me until finally, a man came into view. He was extremely handsome and well-dressed. A black suit jacket and pants, with a red vest, and black tie with red lacy inlays. The man had long blonde hair pulled back out of his face and an air of authority about him that I just couldn't place. The man walked past me and removed a chair from the rack and walked back toward me. He sat the chair directly in front of me, sat down, and crossed one leg over the other. We both stared at each other in silence for a short time and just as I was about to speak up he said, Forgive me father, for I have sinned. His voice rolled out like honey, sweet yet sinister. I stared back at him. This isn't how we usually do things at my church, I thought to myself. But I am a guest in this house, so I won't push. What is your name, my child? I asked the man sitting in front of me. He cocked his head to the side and smiled. You can call me Sam, father. He held out the word so I knew it was a question. Ah, I replied. Salazar, Father Marcelo Salazar. He gave a slight smile and his bright blue eyes shone vibrantly. It is very nice to meet you, Father Salazar. As I said before, my name is Sam, and it would be greatly appreciated if you could assist me. I have sinned and I fear I may wind up in hell. I shook my head softly. Oh my child, do not worry. Our Father is a forgiving God. Please tell me of your burden so I may absolve you of your sins. Sam adjusted in his seat then uncrossed his legs and crossed them the other way. I drink to excess and then judge others in church when they admit to doing the same. I nodded. Well my child, I said Sam quickly cut me off and continued. When I was married I would have my wife stay at her mother's when she was on her period. I looked at him, and as I tried to assure him that the Bible speaks of it being a time of uncleanness, Sam quickly cut me off again. I sent my son off to a conversion camp when he came out as homosexual. I didn't respond this time, and he continued. I raised my hand to my wife as she tried to leave the house in anything other than modest clothing. I wanted my wife to be modest but I also received, less than modest photographs from my 19-year-old babysitter, Brittany. My eyes widened and I stood up from the pew I was sitting in. I stepped around the side and began to back away down the aisle towards the door. His soft look hardened in an instant. His bright blue eyes went from soft to dangerous. What's wrong, father? He spat at me, you look awful. This man was speaking my life back to me. Who are you, and what do you want? My hands and voice were both shaking. I was backing up steadily and Sam was just staring at me. We were far enough apart that if I turned for the door I should be right there. I turned to look over my shoulder at the door and when I turned back I was in the front of the church again, face to face with Sam. My eyes widened, what is this? What is going on? I looked around and up at the ceiling. All of the stained glass depictions were staring at me and they looked angry. What does it look like, father? Sam said, you're being judged. I looked around frantically. Judged? Are you, God? I immediately dropped to my knees and bowed my head. I heard Sam scoff. God, he laughed. You believe a man who led a life such as yours would be judged by my father? I raised my head and stared up at him. Your father? 
I was confused. I ran through my knowledge of scripture as fast as I could and it came to me. I looked deep into his eyes and said the only thing I could think of. Samael. The man smiled a big toothy grin. I stared in horror. I'm dead. Sam winked at me. I applaud you, Marcella. It takes most of you so much longer to come to that conclusion. Wait, this can't be. I stammered. The devil himself, Lucifer? I may not have been the greatest man in life, but I followed the Bible as close as I could. I kept my wife in modest clothing, sent her away during her time of uncleanness, and tried to have my son reborn in the eyes of the Lord. I did falter in my marriage a bit, but how has that earned me an audience with the devil? Sam let out a long and deep laugh. You know, my dear priest, he said. Some say that the greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he didn't exist. But I assure you, I have done no such thing. The greatest trick the devil ever pulled, dear priest, is convincing the world that the Bible is the word of God. I stared at him, mouth agape, and my mind running over time. What do you mean, Sam? I felt on the verge of tears. I mean, I wrote the book that you people flocked to. You see my dear priest, many, many, many years ago, my father created humanity. He loved you with all his heart and swore that humanity would be perfect. I assured him that no creature with free will would ever be so. He assured me of the contrary, and for the first time in his long life, the devil struck a deal with none other than God himself. I told him I would add but one thing to this world that would prove the downfall of humanity, and if they proved unfit, he would see me as his right hand. He assured me that it wasn't possible, that humanity was pure and perfect. Now, that book has existed in many forms depending on who holds it, but I wrote them all. I never appeared. Yeah, we get the idea that that is, uh, hopefully people could understand that it was fast, but basically um, the story there, if you couldn't hear it, is that uh, the devil wrote the Bible, which is I interesting. Have, I have heard this theory um, that because, and a lot of people will point out the God of the Old Testament is not the same God of the New Testament, whereas the the God of the Old Testament, which he was kind of referring to with you know keeping my wife modest, setting her away when she she's unclean, which is what Jews still practice today, hitting her when she uh, tries to dress scantily or whatever. Yeah. Right. So when when they're on the period, yeah, they, they they send her away because she's unclean at that time. I, I I struggle with this because when you and I first met, I was on a very different path. Um, always believed in God, but I and and I still question everything. And this I came across this subject. And it, it made me think. And when you hear people talk about it, they lay out a good line. But my, in the back of my mind, there was always something that said, why wouldn't the devil tell you what you're just hearing right now? Why wouldn't he come out and try and deceive you to make you think that he did write the Bible in order for you not to follow the Bible? Right, right. So I don't know. It, it's... It's one religion is such a a touchy subject for a lot of people, way more than than politics are. Politics gets heated really quick, whereas when you try to bring up religion, I mean, it's more of a a soul attack on somebody, a very personal soul attack, and it's not always meant to be that way when you're trying to have a discussion on it. And there's very few people. You're one of them that you can I can sit down and have. A, a conversation on where I think I I might be or what I'm thinking or questioning in in religion because uh, you know you know where I come from you know hey all the churches and everything that that they're all man made you know even scriptures written by man even though they say they were under the influence of of God or Jesus or whatever and there's still questions there and if you look at the uh, the Book of Revelations uh, it was written in the time of of Nero. And they 
some biblical scholars think that the book of Revelations was talking about Nero's reign um, of Rome. And and it could be. I don't know. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm not I'm not that smart to to pick it out and tear it apart. Well, no one is even even, uh, you know, people that think that they're really intelligent. No one fucking knows, man. There's no fucking way that you can possibly know. And like, that's what's frustrating about all religions, including Christianity, where they just Mm -hmm. act like they know. Right. You might get a happy, warm feeling when you when you think about God or Jesus or or, uh, Allah or or Muhammad or whatever the fuck, you know, other people believe in. Um, Dude, that doesn't fucking mean anything, man. I, I get a good feeling when I talk about UFC betting. Right now, does that mean that I am uh, giving into one of the seven deadly sins and that I should go to hell because I enjoy gambling on? So, I mean, th- see, that's the thing. A According lot of these some Christians, some devout Christians. Yes. Yeah, I know. That's why I've always been like, dude, fuck all religions. I'm just going to be a good person. And um, I believe in a God. And, and I always go back and forth on this. I lean towards Christianity hard, dude. Like when I say, when I end my prayers, I say in Jesus name, right? right? But that doesn't mean like, I'm not willing to go kill somebody over my belief in God and Jesus, right? Now, no. if they're trying to kill me because of my belief in that, I'll fight back, right? Um, right. But yeah, man, it, it's a strange, it's a strange thing. And I've never thought about that, but I have always thought like that the Bible is not accurate. It's There's something about it to me where it's just like, man, it just seems like, it seems like a tool for higher up people in society to use against lower down people in society, right? For control. And it, yeah, yeah. And it used to be the church that was in, in control during the golden age of man. Yep. That's when the church is in charge and you move to the silver age. It's more of a military thing. A bronze or copper age is more of a merchant thing. I think, I believe that's what we're in right now. And then afterwards it's the dark age where there's literally just people in charge and slaves, right? We're moving towards that. Um, and this goes back to an old episode that we did here that uh, Steve Bannon thought that Donald Trump was a man of time, meaning he could move us backwards to that silver age because the natural progression is gold, silver, copper, bronze, dark. So if we're in this copper, bronze age, the only way to move ahead is going through bad shit. Or we can move backwards into a military dictatorship and prolong that dark age. So I don't know. It's a, it's an interesting thing. Um yeah, dude. I, I don't. If I start thinking about that kind of stuff too deeply, I kind of get off tangent, uh, off off target. I should say really quick. But yes, and I do too. And that's why I don't, I don't bring it up a lot. Um, and and you and I are really good at this. Like we can talk about it, but we both know our bound. Hey, we're going to end this here, not because we're going to get in a fight or whatever, but we both could go on tangents and for for hours about it both bringing up great points and both coming to a lot of agreement where there might be a little disagreement here and there. And and that's what makes um, good dialect and and dialogue fun to listen to because we're not sitting here. I'm not sitting here calling you, Oh, you stupid faggot. And, but not calling the cops. Yeah, not calling the cops on you, you know, like some fucking douchebag out there. Get a grip, motherfucker. <laughs> anyway, but kind of along that line, I, I saw a clip today, and I was going to save it, and I was like, eh, I don't know if it has a place. I'll I'll just kind of name it. It, it. it was a clip of a podcast, and they had this guest on, and he's like, you've heard of the term knock on wood, right? 
And they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody says that, you know, after you need, need some good luck. And the guy goes, do you know where that comes from? That comes from the pagans and, and the druids. They used to worship Satan. And they would go into the wood, into the forest and knock on woods to summon these, these fairies and spirits and demons to come out and grant them good wishes. And I'm like, motherfucker, do you, like, you're still, it's 2023 and you're still saying that druids and pagans worship the fucking devil? No, you need to look closer into that. Those religions, they, they, they were very, uh, in tune with what they knew to be the creator, what we would call God, what we would call Yahweh or Yeshua. Um, The Catholic church came in and because they didn't agree with it, they cast it out and told everybody, Hey, they worship Satan. They, they, They practice dark magic and this and that. And which is how you got the story of, of, St. Patrick's coming, St. Patrick coming into Ireland and stomping out the snakes, never a snake on the island. The snakes were the Druids and the pagans. So it's just another form of control. And it was just like, dude, why why are you still pushing this fucking half-winded bullshit that you probably never really looked into what they actually practiced? I'm not saying I, I practice it, but to each their own, you know, whatever brings you closer to God at the end of the day and, and not Satan or, or evil or whatever, man, do you, do you? Yeah. I think that that's basically what, uh, what everyone should try to be like. Now, if there, there are atheists out there that even though they don't believe in God, they, they are infatuated with like the church of Satan and all that shit. That's a trick. If there ever was a trick, it's that, the Church of Satan is an atheist organization, right? Well, atheist um, means believe in nothing, correct? Yeah, but for some reason, a lot of atheists really like the Church of Satan. And Which I is, think that these are just, again, it's it's so stupid. If you're going to lean towards anything, why would it be something that is supposedly just horrible, right? Right. Um, there is the idea that Satan's like the guy that, or the entity that, uh, you know, God was the, the tyrant. Right. That's the that's the idea when people use the whole idea of, uh, you know, Lucifer getting cast out. It's because God was a tyrant, uh, a tyrant. And and, you know, he wanted to get out of there and start his own kingdom and all this shit. Right. Right. Um, I don't know. I tend to feel like bad things come when you look towards that side of things, when you try to follow that. I felt it before, like I was never a a devil worshiper or anything, but I was infatuated with that kind of dark stuff. And it's just kind of a life of like the sadness and like emptiness. There's nothing really there. So that's why I lean towards that good side. And I think everyone should, but sometimes it works for people, man. Like if, if all that you're going after in this short life that you have is like wealth and that's it, maybe that's your answer. Right. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, I think, uh, I think more times than not, it's not the move to make. So. And to your point, what, what teenage kid, never felt that going through puberty, whether it's a boy or a girl, you know, your, your hormones are changing. Boys have uh, look like feeling the darkness or depression type stuff, like looking into like, you know, Ouija boards and, and, you know, stuff like that. I I did it. I think a, a lot of kids did it. Nowadays they do it. They fucking cut their dicks off. Yeah. Or, and then, 
pump pump females full of steroids and wonder why they're the ones shooting up fucking schools. Like they're fucking roid raging, man. Yeah. It's plain and simple. Like we knew, okay, I'm going through puberty. I'm going to be up and down with my emotions because I have all this testosterone. Some days I have a testosterone dump because my balls have, have dropped some and other days. Okay. It, it, it's, it's not dropping that. And <laughs> you finally go through that and become a, a young man and be the person that you are. But nowadays, Oh my God, we can't have kids do that. We have to put them on puberty blockers or, and cut their shit off and, pump women full of testosterone and men full of um, estrogen to stop that. But yet it makes it 10 times fucking worse. Right. Yeah, man. I don't. It's know. interesting. It is very interesting. Um, moving on though, because yeah, like we said, we can, we can talk about that a while. Uh, our buddy catalyst sent this in and yes. I was hoping he was going to be able to call. Is this what he sent you? Yes, he did. Um, we covered this um, man quite a while ago on cunt. Okay. Well, we can cover it again. You know we, what I mean? We can. The only thing that sketches me out about this is when we first talked about it, the guy that's doing this portal thing, I don't remember him going by this um, internet handle. Do you remember what it was? It was just like his name. Okay. Well, let's watch it. Let's see what it's about. Basically, uh, I think that they do a pretty good job describing uh, what the video is about before it actually yes. starts rolling. Here we go. Missing YouTuber and his viral video. It's all part of a mystery centered around Sedona, Arizona. This is a YouTube video posted by someone calling himself Funky Fathead. You can see a much more stable he says he's using a computerized tone generator to open a vortex, a portal in time and space. I haven't a clue where he is. He sounds American, so has it in a guest somewhere in the States. The video caught the attention of this man who posts videos from his home in England. He calls himself Hidden Underbelly. He went on to experiment with portals and um, sound frequencies. Hidden Underbelly spoke to us via Facebook messaging after this video racked up more than a million views. That in itself is pretty in insane. After he was unable to reach Funky Fathead, the video made news in the Daily Star, headlined, Bloke Missing After Opening Portal of Time and Space in His Bedroom. If he has opened a portal, God knows where he is. And more, more to the fact, God knows if he can get back. You see, Funky Fathead hasn't been seen or heard from in four months. He did leave one clue, however. If you don't know where that is, I do. Is in Sedona. Missing YouTuber and his viral video. Okay, so he went to Sedona. I, I don't know if you noticed what I did there. I cut off the fucking reaction. I hate, hate reaction videos yeah. so much. I don't know why people do them. Nonetheless, that's very interesting, man. I, I mean, you know, he, he supposedly like uh, zooms into the portal and you can actually see Sedona there. You, you don't think this is legit? I'm. I'm conflicted. Like when, when we first covered it and this guy was using tones at the time when we covered it, um, frequencies were like making their rounds more than they are 
in the podcast community that there's still people that, that do talk about them. Um, but there was a, that one point like four to six months ago where everybody was talking about frequencies and yeah. that video kind of surfaced and we kind of covered it and we were like, okay, you know, we kind of gave our opinion. I'd, I'd have to go back cause I don't, I don't title the, the conspiracy undergrounds. I just number them. Yeah, me I too. know exactly which one we covered it on, but it was, er, it, it was earlier. And, you know, could, could he have done it? Fuck. Absolutely. He could have, um, if, if I was able to do that and I probably said the same thing back then, I don't know. I'd have a hard time not poking my hand through that portal just to see there, there's a part of me that has that fuck it. Let's see what happens button. You know what I mean? And you know, you go through, could you die? Yeah, I guess so. But you don't know unless you try, but the, the, the YouTube handles and what have you, I don't remember them being called funky fathead, you know, it just, so I, banana hammock says that what's going to happen. Yeah. It's like, come on. Yeah. Um, I think it's interesting that that's why dude. that's why I really try my best to not talk about what everyone else is talking about. Right. Because it's suspicious, right? Like you said yourself, like everyone was talking about frequencies and I remember that it's like, it was when everyone was talking about Tartaria too. And I had just heard of it and I didn't know what it was. We were in this big group chat and I just changed it to something else. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Not to say that everyone that falls in line with talking about the same shit is like, you know, playing a role or something, you know? No, no, not at all. But it's just like, it's the easiest thing to do, right? It's the easiest thing to talk about what everyone else is talking about. Um, Because I I honestly, I did a two-part episode on Tartaria with uh, Stein Fox, who runs the Greyhorn Pagans podcast now. He's from the Netherlands, where Dutch originates from, which we found out. Thank you, Drew, for pointing out how fucking dumb we are. Right. I told you he would. (laughs) Um, And we talked about that Saturday. But anyway, uh, that, that got great reviews. Only because we came at it on a completely kind of different uh, angle than yeah. what everybody else was talking about at the time. And I only did it then and I left to go. You know, did I listen to other podcasts that would talk about Tartaria for a little bit? And then it was just like, dude, I'm sick of fucking hearing about Tartaria. Well, there's a lot of, uh, I, I did a couple episodes on it too. We did one with, uh, I forget who the guy was that that was on exertus that guy that came on yes. here and, and you know the guy's smart but like half my audience was like this dude's all over the place like nothing against that guy but it's like if you don't really already kind of know what's going on with it you don't you're not gonna fucking even pick up the slightest clue from what's going on there so um yeah i actually like the guy he seemed like a nice enough dude and stuff but I, I mean like even when i was listening i was like what the fuck are you saying dude right um but yeah what were you gonna say well, um, I have uh, something that I can share as well that kind of ties into um, Arizona. Ooh, I've heard of that place. I, I think uh, I think you might like this. All right. And now this is a clip that was clipped from the Joe Rogan podcast, but he had these two two girls on um, to talk about this, and like he even questioned them. It, it's a quick clip, but it's kind of, it, 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 it's different. There's, this is in Arizona? This yes. is in Arizona. And this really rich guy, he's a, uh, what is it? 
was a Rothschild. A Rothschild. Oh, yeah. He bought this town of Felicity and named it after his wife, Felicity. Wait, is this real? Who we yes. think we ran into. Can we make sure that this is real? We this visited it. Go for tours of this place. Oh, we did a tour. It was we did a tour of Why? They tried to get us in the center of the pyramid, in the center of the thing, put our foot in the middle, save this thing and make a wish and then sign a contract. And I was like, and we were like, I'm not doing that. And she was like, well, it's the only part of the tour you have to do. And they go. To do the tour. And that's when we said, we don't want to do the tour anymore. We're going to leave. And she was pissed. And then they said, she goes, this right here is the center, center of, of the, the world. world. This There's- is an- Mm-hmm. Yeah, Kim was actually talking about this just today, and it's interesting that you pulled it up, too. What the fuck? Okay, this is twice now. What uh, We we covered something or we're talking about something. I don't know if it was on the phone or for a podcast, and you were like, yeah, Kim brought this up today as well. Yeah. Just yeah I mean, it's I mean, weird. It's, it's possible, too. Like, algorithms work really, really strange. So, like it could see that like you and I talk a lot and that she lives with me because the phones are next to each other. Right. Okay. So, I mean, you guys could be getting the same kinds of things. That's uh, more of a scientific way to look at it, but dude, yeah, it's very interesting, man. I tell people all the time. I think Arizona is very fucking important, man. Yeah. Um, there's all kinds of different things in pop culture. This I just heard about this today. This uh, Felicity, right. Mm-hmm. Do you, do, how far is that from you? Do you, I mean, I know you're not, great if it's not in the Probably south four hours four hours in yeah. north it would be north. So they said it was by yuma right so it'd be it'd be uh west maybe a little southwest maybe northwest but west as a whole okay okay so it, it sounds like it's on the border of uh colorado and or i'm sorry california and arizona damn um but yeah man you know i, I say it all the time dude you have the a and the z the alpha and omega you have the fucking you know last man on earth living in tucson arizona in that fucking show right um it's strange the phoenix you know the capital and all that shit it's just it, there's a lot to it the grand canyon is egypt all this weird shit that you hear about it right it's like there's weirder more like fringe conspiracy theories about arizona than a lot of fucking places man and arizona is one of those sleeper places so i need to look more into it um but yeah i uh, that's another interesting thing too is like how many people are going to start talking about this felicity arizona now you know what i mean because this seems to have just gotten out i don't know when you saw this uh Um, today uh I, i was on my lunch rifling through and uh came it just popped up on my for you page and i normally i I'm like, okay, it's Joe Rogan. I'll, I'll give him like 10, 15 seconds because uh, is it? I just can't stand his cadence in the way he talks. He's a good announcer. <laughs> Stick to announcing. Um, I get it. There's a lot of people that love his, his podcast, and he's the biggest podcaster out there. Kudos. However, eh, I, I've never listened to an episode, not even when Aaron Rodgers was still with the Packers and on his show. I didn't even listen to that one. People act like he's the greatest interviewer in the world, man. There's a lot of better he's interviewers, not. but you're told to like this guy. Like, that's yeah. my whole thing. I understand like, he puts out good content, but there's people that do way better and, and get yeah. way less. Yeah. Like, I mean, I guess, I guess if I had some money before I started a podcast and was able to smoke weed all day and, and sound prolific, um, I'd, be, I'd be in his shoes, too. Yeah, and if you can get like Elon Musk on your show, it'd probably be a pretty yeah, good show. So absolutely, uh, yeah, man, it is interesting. I had one thing. Um, I, I don't know if you got more shit that you wanted to show. I was gonna go through some of my DMs, but feel free to go through yours first because it sounds like you. You, it looks like you got a few. 
I'm just kind of rifling through the DMs and uh um do you want to go with Hillary or do you want to go with a we <sighs> Go ahead this and choose. Hard. This is your um, Oh, you don't <laughs> play, play the circus music, right? Yeah. Um so we'll go with this Hillary thing real quick. All right. For the first time, revealing the elite inner sanctum of Hillary Clinton's bizarre world. People dressed in spacesuits and demonic figures, singing and dancing in what can only be described as strange. Dressed in purple robes with the words, close encounters of the new kind, illuminated on the wall behind her, she handed out what appeared to be gifts to her close confidants. Hillary was adorned with literal lasers and pyrotechnics in a high-tech celebration. Watch. Any, any words for our planet from your species? Now, I'm going to pause it here um, for the audio listeners. Um, this isn't Hillary asking this lady a question, but the lady is dressed in black and has horns like Loki from the Avengers movie. What she is, she's Maleficent from, uh, what is it? What's that damn show? Maleficent. (sighs) Is that Alison? No, it's not Alison. It's, uh, who is that? Is it, it's one of the princesses. Is it Ariel? Oh, no, that, uh, shit. It could have been. Who, who is the fairest of them all? Was that Snow White or Sleeping Beauty? Sleeping Beauty. It might have been the evil witch from the Sleeping Beauty, or it could have been Ursula, or maybe that is who who Ursula is, or it it kind of could remind you of the uh something uh from either way, yeah, I'll find I'll find it here if you want. Mermaid, yeah, one. someone's out there punching the air. They're like, it's this, it's this motherfucker. Go ahead. So this is Sleeping Beauty, by the way. Yes, um, Anne, will you come up, please? Um, Andrake, yes. And, uh, you know, there's a lot that's really wonderful about this gathering and this event tonight uh, to be brought together by Anne and to help her celebrate her birthday. But more than that, as we just heard from Katie, really celebrate exploration and discovery and science and art. And isn't it nice to be in a place where people actually are doing that and doing it all together? One thing is for sure, you would never catch me dancing with Hillary Clinton. He literally just was. He's <laughs> <laughs> cult leader. Yeah, he was like, eh, eh. further investigation, the woman Hillary identified as Ann Drake appears to be a former classmate. The annual ritual celebrating Ann's birthday. The event took place at an undisclosed location in Lake Geneva, Wisconsin, on September 3rd, just 20 days before the pagan holiday of Mabon celebrating the autumnal equinox. Now, the name Mabon is after the Welsh god 
who was the son of the Earth Mother Goddess. Now you have seen it all. Hillary, surrounded by individuals in strange attire, herself wearing shimmering purple robes. Thankfully, this footage was leaked, so now you can see the elite at play. The bigger question remains what happened when the cameras stopped rolling. He pauses at uncomfortable times and for strange durations. Yeah. But that's fine. Who is that guy? I like I like his show. Um, it comes from I, I, Next News. Okay. So they're, was... I, I think they're kind of like a independent, kind of like a new news nation or, you know, these, these newer ones that are kind of popping up just on the internet um, to kind of compete against the mainstream media. Mm. Then again, there again, uh, throwing shade at, at pagans and, and druids. Did, did they practice magic? Yes, they could have, but it, uh, this bitch right here is known to be, in a satanic coven. Well, she's also, she's a uh, necromancer, uh, according to Bill Clinton, right? And Bill Clinton's yeah. a, a voodoo practitioner. But uh, yeah, I mean, they talk about this, dude. I did an extensive episode. I've done a few episodes on this family. And yeah, dude, uh-huh. she is, she loves magic. And I would say the pagans, uh, by definition, did do magic as well. Like by definition, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, I'm looking into the plot. I know but everyone if you, knows. If you, but if you pray, that you're casting a spell. Uh, yeah. I mean, you could, you could say that like that, right? Um, I, I think it's a little different as far just, as praying versus just in uh, literal uh, definition. Well, praying. no, cause I think that isn't, uh, isn't magic. Like you're using like more of like a, a, a nature perspective to it. I think obviously there's different types, but it yes. seems like with the malevolent or the maleficent, what the fuck is her name? Maleficent reference. I was looking into this the story everyone knows the story of sleeping beauty lightly right like basic mm-hmm. story uh if you read the story it is a ma- a magic magical story like by you got the the girls names are uh flora fauna and merryweather right flora and fauna is a huge uh aspect of magic i mean in the in the esoteric encyclopedia that i have which has been wiped from the internet i wish that i would have had the foresight to fucking print that 2000 pages of shit out um but i did not i would sell that shit honestly i'd fucking just sell it as my <laughs> own rich work. no dude it's it's an incredible i'll see if i can find it again and i will just fucking rip it and i'll i'll print it out and i'll print copies and and sell it to people but dude it's uh flora and fauna have their own sections in that mm-hmm. right it's a it's a wide widely known thing not sure what merryweather has to do with it um i'm not you know the most proficient in magic and shit but basically, you have that, and you also have like a new world order type theme to it too, where two kingdoms have to come together to solidify their power. That kind of gives me new world order vibe. She's totally a new world order puppet. Um, interesting stuff. It'd be kind of kind of cool to look more into the uh, storyline of Sleeping Beauty just to kind of know like why they use that right there. Yeah, yeah, totally. Before we move on, I, I'm just going to touch on some. Propaganda. This is a little old, um, but just just watch the video in its context, and I mean, it, it speaks for itself. I've done that already. 
all gonna get pissed, you know. So we're just a good old-fashioned American man and a good old-fashioned American girl. Thank you. I love you, Brendan. That's weird. That's that's Lady Gaga, huh? That is Lady Gaga dressed as like a uh, a fifties greaser is what they used to call him. Uh, you know, kind of from the days of uh, Greece. And but look at her like fucking stare, Brittany. Brittany in that she looked a little traumatized. If 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 I'm mistaken, she's like, okay, I already done that. <laughs> what do I do? And and she's just all like, I'm a I'm a an American boy. And da 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 da. Now you have Adidas coming out with fucking. Um, men in their total package modeling females one piece swimming suits. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, that's strange, man. That's a weird, uh, it's creepy. Lady Gaga's just a creepy dude, you know what I mean? She, she is, she is. I mean, they call her Mother Monster for a reason. I'm gonna play this one, one last clip, and I'll let, actually, no, well, I'm, I'm gonna stop there, play some of yours. I only have like maybe two or three left in okay um let's see we got i'll just play this one it might be dated anyway um oh. but it looked cool let's see i like just like kind of going through and i haven't looked at any of these clips and uh i think that's the kind of the new way that i'm going to be doing this is just playing what uh what I come across in the DM. So thanks for keeping Hello, I'm from the US government. Does something feel wrong in the world, but you can't put your finger on it? Are you yearning to fight injustice and be part of something bigger? Do you do your own research? If so, you've been chosen to participate in our new PSYOP. QAnon. PSYOPs are usually carried out by our intelligence agencies in countries we've invaded or whose governments we've overthrown in order to convince the local population that we're there to help them. QAnon is just like that, except the target isn't a foreign population. It's you. And the government we're planning to overthrow is the white rabbit at the heart of this psyop is q a government insider who will give you advance warning about major events like the arrest of hillary and deep state leaders which never happened and the end of the democratic party in 2018 who actually went on to win the house that year and if years of fake predictions start to get you down don't worry trust the plan i think here's all the proof that we need i got this from fugger fees channel i'm gonna leave a link in the description below you can watch his version of this um the police are caught with their pants down now does anyone think that during a real terrorist attack the police crisis actors being played here are actually going to be behind vans changing into role. Totally exposed on camera. I mean, it's just absolutely absurd that anyone can watch this and then watch the mainstream media's narrative wow. and not think, wait a second, this doesn't look right. So let's take a look at this guy with his camouflage pants. Okay. Take a look at him here. Now take a look at him and his role. He's laying there like, you know, I mean, give me a break, people. Hello, I'm from the U.S. Oh, government. Good, Does something? Yeah, that's uh, that was sent from Jesse. I'll just say Jesse. You know who you are. I don't want to. I don't like giving last names. Obviously, you can see their last names, but I don't like to uh, expose people. Jesse's girl. Oh wait, no, wrong. I, if I had Jesse's girl, I mean, sorry, I would make her a lesbian. Sorry. Right. Well, she sent me a few things. Let's actually go back because now I feel bad. I haven't. That was such a good clip. Let's see what this one is. That is uh, what. Oh, go ahead fucking irks me though is playing these in like one and a half or two times speed just let them fuck it because right 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 the moment i hear that fast speak i I too i 
normally if we weren't doing a show, I would I tune the fuck out. I'm, yeah. I'm not listening to you. Even in real life, if someone comes up to me and it's going to talk that fucking fast, boom, I'm done. I'm done. It, yeah, that's when it, uh, retarded. That's, I'm done. That's for uh, yeah. It's like in uh, there's something about Mary. You can't touch that one guy's ears or he freaks out. Yeah, don't talk to ghosts fast. Yeah. Um, no, there. That's for the the short attention span for people. You know what I mean? Like it's got to get you in. You got to learn a, a fact or two before you know. And that's why I don't like TikTok. That's why I don't like any of these things where it's like they got to have a tagline to get these retarded people that are like somehow this this audience that you're supposedly targeting, right? Not you, but these people that are out there targeting to change the world, right? You got to get their attention in five seconds or less. Otherwise, they're not going to change the world. They're not going to be motivated. It's like, dude, come on. This is yeah. like the 300, 400 pound minute men that are out there that are stalking <laughs> up. And if they fucking lose a digit, they pass out. That was like one thing that was on... uh doomsday preppers or that show preppers or whatever it was called where they were talking about yeah we're gonna we're gonna fight the government and this dude blows his own thumb off with a shotgun which first of all that's hard to do okay you gotta like oh oh, you gotta try to do that right and then so he does that and then actually committing suicide with a fucking shotgun you right it's i I don't know how it's possible wasn't sawed off i mean the barrel's quite far out there and after he does that he does what any good uh, you know, anti-government minute man would do. He passes out after <laughs> losing a digit, losing a di- I mean, that's a, di- I can understand passing out if you lose a fucking arm or a leg, right? You got nine more of these fucking things. You're good to go. Don't worry about it, dude. Right. Uh, it's wild. I've, I've fucked myself up before yes. and I haven't passed out by, by like, I've gotten it. I got a nasty scar on the top of my head. I mean, I've fucked myself up racing. I've I've gotten mangled before, and uh, I've never come close to passing out. So yeah, I fucked myself up with a fucking machete. And how how at the time I didn't hit the the tendon for my thumb. Oh um, god! On an on an island in the Susquehanna River, the person I was with freaked the fuck out and wanted me to clean it in the river. I'm like, no, no. <laughs> Uh uh-uh. uh, I remained fucking calm. Now, granted, I was in the military, uh, different breed, whatever. You know, I first aid buddy cared, kept it moist, tied it real tight. Got I even got once I got to the doctor's office just to get some stitches. They were like, "Okay, this is gonna hurt when we untie this this piece of shirt that you ripped off of your your clothes that you kept wet, um, and tied directly over top of the the wound." They untied it and they're like. There's hardly any blood. I said, well, yeah, I, I kind of know how to dress a wound. I'm not going to f- sit here and freak the fuck out. The, the moment yeah. I the fuck out is the moment I'm, you know, all shit, shit hits a fan, you know? Yeah, you, you got to stay calm. Remain calm. Man. Yeah. Fucking breathe and, and focus on something else. Yeah. But uh, yeah, man, it's just funny, man. So that's what that reminds me of is like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm creating content for the next generation of, uh, freedom seekers and it's like yeah but you got to catch your attention in five seconds or, or they exactly. just lose it they fucking go to something else so hilarious stop. to me and also stop listening to your podcasts in 1x 2x 3x speed just listen to them normal so well, people be- do like doing that to get more information like to go from that to another show right yeah but are you really getting it because then at the end of the day when you hear someone talk to you like we are right now you're going to get in impatient because they're not talking fast enough to get their point across well, and that that's kind of the whole problem. That's why I don't I don't trust a lot of um, 
Yeah, I'll keep my my mouth shut. I, there there's certain things out there that I don't trust, right? right? And it's it's a lot of these these people that try to market their shit like that. But like I said, I don't want to I don't want to keep me just being a dick to everybody that I that I uh, think is scamming people. But, hey, you're um, the radical right lip. I know. Uh, let's hear let's hear one more from Jesse here because it looks right, like she sent me good. one of these yeah, a while ago. She, she uh, good actually, content. this is an hour before me. Yeah, let's see what this is. The people have been lied to. Uh, it was a gigantic lie, and uh, on this lie, everything that governments, especially in the Western democracies, did uh, to infringe on on uh, people's rights, to take away their freedom, to uh, lock them uh, in their homes, uh, imposing curfews, all of this was based on that gigantic lie. And... Um, yeah, I and can only thank my colleagues. Um, we are doing an incredible job in this COVID committee, and uh, we will get to the bottom uh, of things, and we will get the answers that the people that you deserve. Ursula von der Leyen, uh, EU Commission President, is now under a lot of pressure, and rightly so. The people have a right to know what went on in these contracts with her exchange of SMS with C. Pfizer uh, Burla. The people need to know who they can hold responsible and accountable for whatever may have gone on behind the scenes. I think it just restarted. I'm not 100% sure, but this is speaking here. Christine Anderson, she's part of the European Parliament. I guess she's far right. Um, yeah, that is always interesting to me when these people aren't more central um, or, or you know, neutral or whatever. You know, there is that idea of the radical center, which is kind of starting right now. But um, they only the, call her part- far right, in, in my humble opinion, just like they would call you far right or me far right. Right, right. We, we believe in certain basic um, rights for humans um, from her name tag. I want to say she's from Denmark, maybe. Uh, I'm not sure. I, I don't know European where European Parliament DE is, but that, that that that's where I went. People are starting to wake the fuck up, man. Yeah, but that's the thing. It's like you wonder because she is definitely a player, obviously. Um, what what this pendulum swing is going to look like? Because you, so you got, go hard right, you're going to go hard left, and then you you're got gonna... this, yeah, we got this far left thing, and then now it's going back. It's it's clearly going to go back to the right, and the right when it goes too far to the right, that becomes tyrannical too, even yeah. in a scarier way, I would say, because um, the left they're incompetent, they're not really able to accomplish anything. Once the right starts getting tyrannical. That's when it's going to be scary, man. So thank you, Jesse. Uh, Jesse yes. C.A. That was a really uh, cool couple of clips there. Um, I don't know if I got that last one in its entirety, but it sounded like she restarted because it's it skipped for a second. But um, yeah, man, that that false flag shit's wild, dude. That, that was a, that was the clip of the day right there. Clip of um, the day. Uh, did you have anything else you want to get out of here? Uh, yeah, actually, yeah, we, we still have about 20 minutes left. Oh, yeah, we started late. My bad. Yeah. Dipshit. Started a little late. We started a little late. So I want to play this dude, this doctor. uh, This was his final interview. He's dead now. He just died, I want to say, on the 18th. I went through a very difficult personal health challenge a few months. I was in the ICU. I had been poisoned with the 
200 times the amount of what's in the vaccinations. And I've said publicly, you know, you'd have to shoot me in the head with lead, um, i.e. a bullet, because I'm never going to take the vaccine. So I was actually intentionally poisoned. And part of it was, I, I believe, right before that C or right after that CNN interview. Um, but regardless of what happened, uh, the, the message I want people to know is remember the, the, the importance of exercising free will. And then also as a default, as a backup, slow down and remember that God is in control. And that's all you need to worry about. The rest of it, become mm-hmm. as self-sustainable as you can. Um, you know, grow your own food. Try to do whatever you can because the next thing that's going to happen, it's not going to be another pandemic with the virus because they know that they've used that up and nobody's going to believe it. So now the next thing is going to be climate change, and then it's going to be the currency of the world, and then it's going to be some other emergency. They're always trying to create these emergencies. But, again, remember, just slow down and remember that God's in control and soon, I don't know whether it's going to be a week from now, a month from now, a year from now, five years from now. I have no idea. But their time is coming to an end. And, you know, when people talk about end of times, I believe this is the end of times. But it's not the end of times of, like the end world's going to end. I believe it's an end of an era of thousands of years and the new time now where humans are truly going to be in a different place, where abundance will be uh, accepted and understood by everyone. Where things- I like it. I like it. That sounds yeah. he's dead. Uh, that was his last interview. I saved something and apparently it's not, they, they took it down. So what is that tomb of Gilgamesh thing? Whoops. What is that tomb of Gilgamesh thing? I keep thinking that scroll down like right there. The, uh, it looks like fucking, uh, the magic chick. I forget the fucking, what is that shit called? Spirit cooking. Oh, her. Yeah. It looks like Marina Abramovich. Yeah, all Roar, Roar Dog sent me this. Is it good? I, I saved it. Well, it is. Um, she has a YouTube channel, and I, I'm actually slowly because I, I forget sometimes. But I, I want to reach out to her to get her on my my show, if at all possible. So yeah, here. I found footage of the Gilgamesh tomb. Far exceeded my expectations. Beautiful. And you can pull this off the Freedom of Information Act. This is legit. It was Hillary Clinton requesting the information. Originally, it was hacked. Anybody who doesn't know the Tomb of Gilgamesh situation, they found the Tomb of Gilgamesh in Iraq. And as soon as they did, before the story broke, American government set up camp on their territory, kicked out all the media, went down into the tomb, removed a bunch of stuff, and the story disappeared. Well, I mean, not completely. <laughs> it resurfaces always. Now, I don't know what they used to preserve him. Like, look at the armpit. Like, some kind of lacquer. And the wristwatch. I don't know what this wristwatch is, but it is not a normal wristwatch. It is still running. I mean, our wristwatches have crystal quartz. Remember this Tuawi stone that the Atlanteans stay young on for thousands of years? Very possible that this is a way of keeping some of that Tuawi on them at all time. I mean, you see this on the Anunnaki's wrist. It's very possible it's the key to their longevity. And Gilgamesh, these giants back in Sumeria, they are just the Atlanteans. Anybody who doesn't believe in Atlantis or the Atlanteans, Edgar Cayce, like psychic who never made a wrong prediction, made 14,000 predictions, is the one who delivered us the message of Atlanteans. Well, one of them. And we're finding evidence of them all over, from Antarctica, which is Atlantis. It just moved in the pole shift. Egypt, they're unearthing all their stuff right now. So 
it's real. Right before the destruction of Atlantis, the ones that weren't waging war, the good ones, got word that the pole shift was going to happen, or the global flooding, as we've heard of it, and went inside the Earth, where some of them still reside to this day. And they've been residing the entire time, including Sumeria, and about until like about 3,000 years ago. Now, you can find proof of them in these ancient stone structures that they all built. All these ancient stone structures, any significant, from Stonehenge to... Easter Island, to the Mayan pyramids, to pretty, I mean, just, it's endless. I found endless. I'll do a couple new ones today because I don't want to bore my peeps. But if you're new, just pick a stone structure and Google it. The reason they did this is because they align with the stars and they build these portals. When you hear extraterrestrials are from Orion and Draco, Zeta Reticula, stuff like that, they're not from a star system. It's the portals that they travel on and these stone structures are built on top of water and it harnesses this energy. I'm going to tell you about Causeway Giants today, but you can find these structures India, Vietnam, Russia, Taiwan, all over the place, but there's only ever one in each location. I'm going to tell you about... There's one in Ireland, too. After I tell you about Causeway Giants. So Causeway Giants yeah, in Ireland has right 4,000 of these basalt columns that are mostly hexagon, but they also have them in heptagon and octagon. So you can't say that it's a natural formation. Some people try to play that off like, oh, some volcanic process that makes these hexagon shapes. But no, there's several other shapes. And this is a good example of how... Some of these stories of mythology are BS, but the gods are tr true. They're just giving BS stories to the humans because they don't want to have to explain the entire universe. So the giant that was building this, the people are asking him, and he said, oh, there's a giant across the water that I'm going to go fight. So I'm, you know, building my way over. And then obviously he didn't build it all the way over. Came back, like, what happened? Uh, he was too big. I didn't want to fight him. And just, you know, that's the story. But the event was real. Now, the Devil's Tower... This is a story I've already told some of you guys, but I didn't realize it was with this. This is the six Pleiades daughters that you also find in Greek, who are the Atlanteans. And there was a bear chasing them. And this tower pushed them up to the where the bear couldn't reach them. And then that's when the circular rock came from the sky, opened up, and shot off with fire. I mean, this is coming from the natives. It's obviously a UFO. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, she's kind of pretty, too. I wonder what that shit is around her eyes, though. Yeah, um, I don't know. That That's kind of what Rory said. He's like, I've never seen uh, t t that kind of tribal tattoo around someone's eyes. Well, I don't think it's a tattoo. I think it's uh, makeup. Even the black? I think so. I don't know. It looked like a tattoo to me. Yeah, her neck is definitely tattooed. Um, maybe it is. Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, I, I <laughs> think it's uh, I think it's makeup, like um, eyeliner. Could be. Hey, you never know. Either way. Yeah, because that's a that's a daring tattoo to have. You know what I mean? Like if you're trying to work or anything. <laughs> yeah. Hey, well, but, but apparently it, she has a YouTube channel. I, uh, at Jessica Love is who this person is. Yeah, it's cool. cool stuff. I, I would like to reach out to her and, and, and learn more. I'm going to play one more quick clip. Uh, one or two. I thought we had a fucking dress code in the Senate. Oh, well, I know he wore shorts. That was a problem for a lot of people. Okay, that was that was here in Pennsylvania. Okay, I I get it. You you want to identify as the working class? What the fuck is this shit? Let's see. 
He dressed for the occasion. And then he puts the microphones up so they look like nipples. Uh, I'm here for one simple reason. We're here for one simple reason. President Biden needs to consider using the 14th Amendment uh, if necessary. The entire GOP death ceiling negotiation is a sad charade. And that's exactly what's wrong about what's wrong in Washington. We're playing with the livelihoods of millions just so the GOP can just turn the screws against the hungry Americans. This is the whole reason why the 14th Amendment exists. We need to be prepared to be using it. Again, remember, say that again. We must be prepared to, <laughs> yeah. in order to use it. We Even Bernie Sanders like, holy shit. Yeah. economy as a hostage. And an unelected Supreme Court justice will try to blow up our economy. That's on them if they have to judge on that. So. Oh, boy. What? Oh, boy. Thank you. America's in real peril now. What a big dumb idiot. He sounds like, uh, like, um, like kids when they do like a show and tell thing. Like, my name is Tim Fetterman. I don't yeah. like the GOP. The GOP is bad because they don't like people. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> that's a, that's like one of the worst speakers. Oh, I had one saved where it, he was actually grill or asking questions um, in a Senate hearing of with, with some bankers, and they didn't even know how to fucking respond because they didn't know where – when he was done asking a question because there was no question marks in his fucking shit and he would pause and he'd be like oh they're not speaking so I have to ramble on again and it's like they put him up on this podium to get sympathy for this sorry big dumb retard for some little dumb retard who's president oh look they're both on the same wavelength uh he needs to invoke the 14th amendment so uh, we can raise the debt ceiling and 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 do this and do that holy fuck man like seriously what if uh i mean you know it's interesting that they always threaten us with this debt ceiling i think most people like most logical people are just like let it fucking collapse like yeah. just let it go that's because all that it, all that's happening is that we're keeping uh we're we're continuing to pay these government these politicians if if the government is no more like if the if there's no more funding guess who's out of a fucking job these Not fucking me. fraud yeah i mean <laughs> well maybe i mean that's the thing who knows the trickle down of all of this but like rip the bandaid off already like i'm over it dude I, i'm tired of like the threat of like oh the and and then they act like too if if you know all these people got fired like the the country would just descend into chaos no. i guarantee after one year of zero government this country would be so much better oh my so god much better because before we even had this much government control we were a very prosperous nation and that was a couple hundred years ago yeah yeah well i mean even go look back to the 60s like what uh cory hughes was saying it seems like even just before jfk was killed like things were just great like yes mm-hmm. there's always problems yeah you're gonna anytime have you have anytime you have fucking you know 300 million people maybe at that time i'll be conservative 100 million people let's say I, i'm sure it's a lot more than that in the 60s i don't have the right. census pulled up so no one get angry at me here but you know you got 100 million people living under one flag yeah there's gonna be some problems but 
the amount of problems that we're seeing right now, it's just, it's crazy, man. It's crazy. So good clips though. I have a, a public service announcement clip to play for your, uh, for our audience. Um, I'm sure you use eye drops, especially when you uh, use contacts. So I just want to put this out there just in case anybody is in that situation. Another death and more cases of vision loss are renewing a safety alert tonight about tainted eye drops. The CDC now says four people have died from a bacteria that's resistant to antibiotics. Fourteen people have suffered vision loss. All are being linked to recalled eye drops from Esri Care and Delsim Pharma. Cases involving severe eye infections, vision loss, and death now reported in 18 states. Esri Care? Yeah, so not, not good. Yeah, um, you wonder who owns that because they didn't say it. Brought to you by Pfizer. That's what I'm thinking. Ezra yeah. Care owner. Let's see who owns Global Pharma Healthcare. Who owns Global Pharma Healthcare? Mm. BlackRock. It just says Fauci. <laughs> yeah. Trophy <laughs> owner. Global Pharma Healthcare, Global Pharma Eye Drops, Recalled Eye Drops, FDA Eye Drops. Uh, their website's not pulling up. Huh. Forbes, KVOA. Uh, let's see if we can just go to images and just find something real quick. Global Pharma Solutions. It seems to be just a big... Uh, it's like Eli Lilly, Pfizer, Johnson and Johnson. It seems to be one of those. Okay. So it would just be funny if it went back to Pfizer somehow. <laughs> it could. I just did a quick search. They could be, you know, partners in some way or something, but doesn't yeah, you know, mean that it's not just because we can't prove it, but it doesn't mean that it is either. So interesting stuff. I have one last clip and this one is a little, I don't know, takes you back to the nineties of the explosive chemical ammonium nitrate have disappeared from a rail shipment out west. Chemical is commonly used in fertilizers, but it was also used in the deadly 1995 terror bombing of a federal building in Oklahoma City. The company shipping the chemicals says a train left Wyoming last month and arrived at its destination in California with one car completely empty. The company says it's investigating. Well, how, how do you how do you mislocate a fucking train car or well I, I I sorry they didn't mislocate the train car how do how does one train car get completely emptied of thirty tons of fucking ammonia nitrate? Well, it sounds like they said that the car was gone the whole car. That if I heard what, that right, that's what they said in the beginning, and then at the end of it. They said it arrived and it was completely empty. So was the oh. car completely gone or did someone, did it stop somewhere and, oh my God, everybody took all this ammonia nitrate. And then I see today, I couldn't find a good clip for audio reasons, but apparently the Senate is getting issued um, satellite phones. And uh, oh. this was sent to me by... Ah, shit. Ah, she's going to kick my ass for not knowing and and remembering. She's the one that sends you all the clips as well. Victoria? 
Yes, Victoria. And all of a sudden, is there something dark and looming? And then it started my mind thinking of, okay, now they're fighting in Syria, right? And they're supposed all this bio weapons being leaked or whatever. And then it started my mind thinking again, okay, if we're doing chemtrails, do we have the technology to produce these fucking earthquakes in order for this to happen for Saudi Arabia and all these other countries to finally start fighting and take control to, to release something. I, I don't know. You know, that's, that, that's a conspiracy mind of mine. Right. I'll read through this real quick. That's pretty good information. Actually. Uh, where, why didn't she send it to me, Victoria? I would have remembered your name. She hasn't even remember uh, sent me anything in a little while. Um, it says, uh, what's that? It's a shame on you. I know. So she says, uh, or no, this article says at least 50 U.S. senators have been issued satellite phones to use during emergency situations, according to people familiar with the situation, CBS News reported. The phones were distributed as part of a number of new security efforts from the uh, Senate sergeant at arms and were offered to every senator. Uh, it says only 50. Uh, well, I guess it says at least. Um, so that's one for every state. We would, we would think it is unclear which senators agreed to take part in the new measure. Last month, Senate Sergeant at Arms Gibson told the Senate Appropriations Committee uh, that satellite communication will ensure a redundant and secure will ensure a redundant and secure means of communication during a disruptive event. Adding yep. that phones, yeah, that's strange. Uh, adding that phones will support security measures during an emergency that, quote, takes out communications in the United States. Hmm. So, here, here, remember, it's going to go black or it's going to go dark. Q. Yeah. Remember, remember all that? Now, the other half of my mind is, oh, is this something for podcasters to catch on to and Oh my God, fear, just like the banks are collapsing and, and yada, yada, yada. You better withdraw your money and nothing ever fucking happened. Yeah. And like, uh, you know, all the people that sell satellite phones and shit too. Yeah. Um, if satellites are real, I pretty much, I think they're satellites, but whatever. Does a 24 election would be used to justify changes in voting procedures. Okay. So this DC Drano guy, um, I'm skeptical of him. I've actually like, I, I actually unfollowed him a little while ago. Hardcore right dude. Right. I mean, you know, you were saying that anyone that we call hardcore right is, uh, is probably similar to us. This guy seems like he's always on the right side of the right. Like he, no, no abortion, uh, you know, ever for any reason, you know, uh, just like the fake, masculinity shit right uh, i actually saw a podcast today that was pretending to be like super masculine like alpha males and they were telling these girls that even if they're in an, a physically abusive relationship they should stay there because that's better than divorcing for what the child the fuck yeah it's pathetic stuff that uh, yeah, like so that's what i'm saying stay in that alpha males fucking relationship so your your child that you're raising sees all this fucking trauma and then how to treat a woman or how if they're a girl how to be treated by a man you know like it's sad and yeah there's there's never fucking broken yeah there's misinformation on on all sides and this guy kind of fits the bill on that right side of misinformation to me but he says this uh many are worried about a cyber attack prior to the 2024 election because this would justify 
changes in the voting procedures that will benefit Joe Biden. Today, we learned that the U.S. senators are being issued special satellite phones for this exact scenario. Not good. Um, yeah, man. It's the same same shit we keep on hearing. I mean, how many times have we heard this shit? Like, I don't know. Oh, and like, at this point, like I said, I want to see it. I want to see something fucking happen. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it would be tragic if... Uh, and dude, that's the thing. We're coming up to what's going to be a crazy voting cycle, dude. Uh-huh. Um, this whole political, you know, enjoy 2023. I say to everybody, dude, it's going to get hairy, I think, man. And this isn't trying to be like fear porny, but like, I mean, you know, that doctor was saying it right there. He'll never take the vaccine. And he's saying things like, you know, try and get off grid as possible. Try to get food up and try and get this and that. It's really hard to know what's going to happen after 2024. And then the, the Deagle report says by 2025, all kinds of people are going to be dead and shit. Um, that, of course, could be misinformation. I'm just saying, enjoy your fucking lives. Like, that's enjoy what you got to do. And, and, and at the end of the day, when you get off work or you're at work and you're, you're around your coworkers, whether they piss you off or you like them, just realize that when you're in that environment with them, that's normal, okay? And then when you drive home or go to the grocery store or go get gas or whatever you have to do before you go home, look around. Look look at what you see. Do you see chaos? Yeah. No, probably not. You go into the grocery store, do you see chaos? No, you probably fucking don't. And then you get home, just fucking live your fucking life and be fucking happy because at the end of the day, everything's always going to work out for the best, whether it's now or 10 years from now, <laughs> eventually it will work out. Mr. Good opportunity for six to 12 months, but that's all right. Yep. Yeah. Let's that, do. Nah, fuck. That was a good opportunity. It would have been perfect. Uh, let's do, let's do cunt of the week, man, because. You are a Big cunt. Oh, big fast stinky cunt. Yeah, man. You know, I think uh for my cunt of the week, it's hard not to go Fetterman after that little episode there. <laughs> uh I think I think I'll just go the Senate. I'll go with the Senate. Okay. There's a okay. hundred cunts of the week there. What's going on with the cell phone thing? You know what I mean? Um, it's only half of them supposedly, or it says at least fifty. This is shady, man. This is shady yeah. stuff. Uh, I say, A, we let the uh, the debt ceiling just collapse. I say that we do not extend it anymore. Just let it go. What's the worst that's going to happen? Are we? Are our tax dollars not going to go where we want them? Darn, that would suck, huh? Shit. I mean, you know, so let it let it happen. Uh, Senate is the cunt of the week this week for me. My cunt of the week? I'm I'm going to go with the railroad company. Like, how did, okay. how did that happen? Like, Pacific Union? Uh, yep, Union Pacific. Out. Okay. So how do you let that happen? Okay, all of a sudden there was all those train derailments. Oh wait, they they everybody forgot. They've really I mean, been fucking around. I did kind of forget about that. That's the thing you don't think about this stuff all the time, oh. right? And I'm gonna play Joe Biden. Y'all forgot. You don't know. You don't know what's coming. A little gotta, ASMR, Joe Biden. Yeah, I got to play into the microphone. Like, come on. Like, hey, people with the AI things out there where they get AI to talk. Do a ASMR porn video of Joe Biden. Like, how has no one done that yet? <laughs> yeah, no. Nice. Talk like that, don't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It and yeah, like how he fucking does that, and then get real loud, and then you know settle back down. 
uh, <laughs> yeah, man, Union Pacific's a good good come to the week. Like, how, how do you, in that reporting, lose a train car or it's still attached? But if it's still attached, you lose thirty tons of fucking ammonia nitrate. Like, like seriously, are are we back in the fucking Doc Holiday time time frame where we're train robberies are a fucking thing now? Like, yeah, some guys out. with uh, bandanas over their mouths yeah. came in and robbed the train with six shooters. <laughs> pow, 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 pow. Yeah. Yeah, I need I need access to the safe. They as took a, a they took a pretty girl with a big bonnet and corset as a hostage. Yeah. So, oh, it tied her up on the tracks. And there's a real mean dog the somewhere. There's yeah. a really really mean dog, mangy kind of dog uh, in the picture somewhere too. So, yeah, man, uh, clown shit, clown shit. But if you're a patron uh, of either one of our shows, look forward to some soap. Especially, I, I think it's really just for me. It's the high level tier. I don't know what you're doing, but. Look for some soap. You can wash away all of these, uh, you know, whatever with with some soap. So that'll be coming your guys' way. You, you can wash your uh, your. <laughs> I'm not even gonna say it. Cause... Wash your cunt. Yeah, you can wash your cunt. Uh... <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I wasn't gonna go there because last week we, <laughs> you're like we have respectable listeners and they don't we like do. that. And I was like, oh, you can go with the big C energy. And I was like, eh, okay, all right. We'll back cuckoo off. Head. We all yeah. know we can say it here. It's cuckoo head. Cuckoo head. So, uh, yeah. Thank you guys for joining in and and uh, just laughing with us and, and breaking down some of the news. And we will see you next Tuesday. Why don't you go fuck yourself, dickhead? You are a cunt, 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 cunt. credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.